perfect mess is my perfect mess. somebody recently about a time when I went 13 months celibate and they didn't believe me which right most most guys nowadays don't do stuff like that and it wasn't in my nature to do something like that either but I hit a point in my life where I needed to find out if sex was something that I needed and had to have or if it was something that I could train myself to do without. So I just said, I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm going to see how long I can go without it. And this was after uh, my divorce. This was two years ago. And that got me to thinking about a time and how how sex can complicate things. Sex complicates things, right? It it's it can complicate the, complicate things. It doesn't always, but I think without communication, without proper communication, sex can complicate things for two people. And I say that because I started thinking back to when I before I was married. Uh, And before I ran into my now ex-wife, I had moved back from Colorado. And I remember a time when I had ran into uh, a woman that I was seeing for a little bit uh, when I was younger. Probably when I was maybe 20, 21. No, I wasn't even 21 yet. I was 20. It was a long time ago. But I remember this girl. uh, Names need not apply. So if she ever ends up listening to this podcast, she knows who I'm talking about. And we became really good friends after this. So we're good. But I remember running into this girl at a nightclub. And I was introduced to her. She was sitting down. Uh, with another guy and his girlfriend or whoever, his his significant other. And we were introduced and we looked at each other and we were like, I know you. And she said, I know you too. And I said, you look really familiar. And at this point, I was now maybe 30, 31, something like that, 32. So this was 12 years later. But she looked the same. I looked the same. And we ended up remembering who each other was and we hung out that night. We ended up uh, starting to see each other. We got reacquainted and I remember her just being somebody that I respected a lot. Uh, She was just a really good girl. And now when I had ran into her, she had two daughters. At the time, I didn't have kids yet. So she had two daughters and that for me made it 
made her more special. I wanted to be respectful to her. And I was thinking, okay, uh, I liked this girl back in the day. Um, and starting to see her again, feelings started to come back. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to try to be as respectful as I can and see where this goes. And so I started overthinking everything. And I would come to visit her and we would hang out. And it didn't really take long because we f we were familiar with each other. It didn't take long for us to get physical. So it went from, you know, intimate kissing to foreplay to we got to a point uh, one of the nights that I was hanging out with her that uh, we were getting ready to have sex and I stopped myself and she flipped out on me. She got upset and I, and she said, why did you stop? And I said, well, you know, we've, I'm trying to be respectful. I don't want to move too fast. I said, so maybe we should slow down, you know? And she flipped out on me. She said, why would you get me so riled up and then all of a sudden tell me no and just not want to do like why would you do that are you playing head games with me and i said i'm not playing head games with you i said i'm trying to be respectful i'm trying to approach you and me our situation differently than i've approached any other relationship in my life because you're a mom because i i want to be more considerate of you your feelings and I want to make sure we're not moving too fast because if we do move too fast you know after having sex it can get really complicated and she was thoroughly upset and I remember thinking when I left that I really messed that up because I overthought the entire situation I uh, I just I put myself in a weird situation with her and actually I come to find out that she felt like she wasn't attractive. She felt like I wasn't into her and that was, that couldn't be further from the truth. You know, it, that wasn't the case at all. Uh, I was just overthinking, trying to be more considerate. Now I've never been some guy who's like, you know, uh, we should wait till we get married. I've never been that guy. Um, but, you know, in my younger day, I was definitely someone who, you know, had my fair share of, of girls, you know, when I was going out as a youngster and doing what guys do. So I was trying to, in my older age, I was in my 30s now, I was trying to navigate my life a little differently. Now, I knew I was getting ready for marriage. I, I'm not saying marriage with her. I just knew that I was getting ready for marriage because I ran into my uh, future wife probably two years after that. But I had already been gearing myself up because I was like, I'm in my 30s. I'm, I need to be, you know, I need to start a family. I need to have the right woman. I need to start handling these relationships I'm getting into with a little bit more care and seeing where they're actually going to go. So that's what I was doing. But I overthought it and I was trying to be shit, I don't know, trying to be a good boy, <laughs> and it backfired on me, um, so I just started thinking about how, you know, we get in situations, and we start 
uh, overthinking and we just stop going with the flow and start trusting that if it's right, it will happen. And sometimes we can be a little too much. And what I mean is sometimes we can be into somebody so much and whether it be, you know, everything, let's talk about the physical Maybe you're attracted to this person physically, you know, and I think for men, you know, men are always attracted to women physically first. Um, I shouldn't say always because I'm sure there are some men out there that are like, I look for the intelligence first, the brain, and I get that. I'm I, That's where I'm at now because I look at physicality and and whatnot as the easy part. Of course, if I'm talking to you, I'm attracted to you physically, um, but... Now I'm more, does she have it in the brain? Can she talk? Can she hold a conversation? What does she do? You know what I mean? Is she smart? Um, now I'm looking at, but see, I'm also, you know, way up in age now. So that's different for me. But I started thinking about, you know, how we can complicate things because we get so into some, like we go from one extreme to the next. So I just gave you one instance where I was trying to be the good guy and trying to be, um, and overthinking everything and really mess that up. We ended up hooking up afterwards because I understood where she was coming from. And I did understand how I made her feel. And, you know, when we got back together, um, I made up for it and we hung out. I mean, obviously we didn't work out, but we didn't end on bad terms. Like I was uh, still really good friends with her. Uh, and we hung out a couple of times as friends and it just wasn't, you know, we weren't, it just wasn't going to happen for us. And that was okay. We, we were adults about it. Um, but then, you know, you know, I got married, you know, a couple of years later, uh, to a woman that I had known since I was a boy. I was 13 or going on 13. And, you know, so you guys know that story. I don't need to go into all that. So I get married and, every, and you know, have kids. Now I'm, now I'm divorced. So then I get to a point where I start trying to, re, you know, get reconvened with myself, trying to understand who I am and whatnot. So I started dating. Um, and then it felt like sex was becoming too easy for me. And what I mean by that is, uh, this was all new to me because like, I always tell you guys, the last time I was single, I didn't have children. So I operated differently. So being single as a father now was just different. So, the things that were going on with me were I was having to readjust again. And although as a man, yes, there were plenty of times where I was like, oh, this is this is easy. It, it almost started to become too easy. And I started to have. I don't know, I didn't feel right after the process, you know, it sounds really bad. The process after having sex, I started to feel it wasn't, I mean, yeah, it was fulfilling in the moment, but then afterwards I just didn't feel right. I was, it was like, I realized like, damn, bro, you're older now you're a dad and, and you're looking at sex, uh, with women differently, whether you like it or not, it's just different. 
And as uncool as that sounds to younger guys that are listening to this, I, I can't explain to you why or how that changed for me. It just, it just did. And I know, uh, there are plenty of men who are listening right now who probably feel the same way that maybe you tried to get back on the horse and do things the way you used to when you were younger and your mind and your, and your spirit and everything told you it's not like that for us no more. We're different. We operate different. And so I got to a point where I remember, you know, linking up with somebody that I had met um, and we went out and it was somebody that I honestly didn't think I had an, a shot for. And what I mean was I, I don't I didn't think that this date was going to go anywhere. Um, to be honest, I thought she was out of my league and that wasn't the case. And that was another learning point for me. It was realizing that I needed to have more confidence in myself and realize that maybe uh, women see me differently than I see myself, which I had to learn because, you know, going through a divorce, your confidence takes a hit big time. Well, at least mine did. And what, what, what was, what was a simple date turned into, uh, a longer night where, you know, we hung out longer and ended up, you know, uh, staying the night with each other. And yeah, it was, looking back that yeah it was a special night it was awesome I mean why lie about it it was awesome but I remember thinking I don't know if I could sustain this and I said because I started thinking she wanted to have uh, dinner uh, a couple nights nights later and I said okay let's do it and I remember after talking on the phone a few times with her I said we're not going to make it I knew it I could tell we were different um she had a wild streak in her and I was you know I like to hang out and stuff but I don't have a wild streak like that no more and I remember thinking I gotta be honest with her and tell her you know everything about me and I did and I started telling her after dinner, we sat in my car and I started explaining to her what I do for a living. I started telling her that, uh, you know, I'm not a rich man. I told her that, you know, most of my money that I make goes to my children. And I told her that my life is just a little different. And she may not be into my lifestyle. Maybe she is attracted to my looks and the way my conversation is, but the way I provide and live my life, she may not be into that. She may need someone who has more of a structured life when it comes to having a corporate job and coming home at five o'clock and having dinner and, and doing all the things. Right. And I said, I'm not that guy. My life is completely different than that. And I was correct. We were, <clears throat> we were hit and miss on that. And she kind of felt like I was trying to get rid of her. And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to get rid of you. Uh, because I enjoyed the other night. Trust me. I'm a man. Like it was great. It was fantastic. Um, and 
if I'm being honest, I would love to do it again, but do it again at what cost? At the cost of, you know, lying to you about who I am and the, and the man I am, or at the cost of me telling you the truth of how I live my life, who I am and, and the things that are important to me and what I do for a living and you giving you the option to say, yeah, I'm in or giving you the option to say, no, I'm good. And she said, well, I guess you're right. I've never had a conversation like this with a man. I said, right, because most men, if they can keep it going with the sex, they'll just keep it going. Right. Because that's what most of us do. And to be honest with you, I would have done that years ago. But this isn't years ago. This is me being 100 percent straight with you that uh, this is who I am and it may not be the person for you. And I know that's probably going to ruin what we did the other night. Uh, but I can't in good conscience, you know, keep moving forward on what we're doing. Now, if you want to continue to hang out, I'm all for it, but I'm, I'm guessing you probably don't. And we didn't. And that was that. So after that conversation, I realized I had a series of connections with women like that. And I wasn't happy with myself. I said, you know, I got to, I got to find out, do I need, is this something that I need or is this something that I can control? And what I mean by control is I don't want sex to control my life. I don't want sex to be the thing that uh, I need every day. And I compromise my integrity. I compromise who I am because I just need it. So I needed to find out like moving forward. Can I control this? Can I walk away from it? And can I hold out for however long I need to hold out until I meet somebody that I really care about? So I went a month and then a month turned into two months and so on and so on and so on. And before I knew it, it had been a year. Uh, and then uh, I tipped a year and then I tipped a year and a month. So I got to 13 months and then I met somebody and we connected on a pretty good level and we uh, dated for a few months. Um, and that was more of a decision that we both made. I was very open that I hadn't had sex with anybody in 13 months. And she was very open that she hadn't in over a year because, um, of reasons that I won't share on this podcast out of respect for her. But, uh, it was just a mutual thing. And that felt better to me than all the other situations I had previous. I guess what I'm telling you guys is, you know, sex doesn't have to be the driving force for you moving forward and finding a relationship. Now, sex is super important when it comes to a relationship. Like I I'm with you on that. I know uh it was it was something very very important for my marriage and and it's just it's important for any relationship because I firmly believe if you are not active with your partner that you are doing your relationship uh a disservice and you are opening the door 
to infidelity. You are opening the door for disconnection. You are opening the door for doubt and for just things to fall apart in your relationship. And all of this came about because of the conversation I recently had. And the conversation I had with this woman, I basically said, you know, I'm a grown man now. And yes, I love sex, but I love connection more. At my age now, I love connection more. Because at this age now, I know that if I have connection first, then the sex is that much better. It's a hundred times better because there's connection. All right. And I guess what I'm trying to say is if you move too fast towards sex before the connection, it usually is a bad sign. It's a, it's a, it's a bad, you know, it's, it's just a, a bad step if you're my age. Now, if you're somebody who's playing the field, I'm not, I'm not talking to you guys. I'm not talking to anybody that's in their 20s who's, who's running around young. And I know, I get it. Trust me, when I was in my 20s, I did my thing. So I get it. I'm talking to all the men who are in their 30s, late 30s, 40s, pushing 50. Uh, because let's just be honest, as you get older for men, it is harder for men to not only meet people, but also to, to find, to find a partner, to, to, to be sexually active with. It's very difficult. We, we've had this conversation before where I say, and I tell, you know, people that women don't have any issues with that. A woman can can meet a man anywhere and men will be like, I'm ready, you know? And I think most women know that, but most women also know that that's not what they want because a good woman is someone who is waiting for connection, who's waiting for someone to stimulate their mind, stimulate uh, their spirit and, if they're attracted to you already, then that other stuff is just a bonus and it will come. It will come naturally. All right. Um, I can't stress enough how much me going celibate for 13 months helped me because I was, I just was involved in stuff that I didn't really want to be involved with, you know? And I was doing things that, I don't know, that for me, it, they weren't anything major, but I was just doing things that I wasn't proud of. I just, I, I, I got to a point where I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta fix this. I, this can't be the driving force for my life now. Like it's important, but I don't want it to control me. So I taught myself through going celibate for those 13 months that, that if I need to, I could turn it down. And to be honest with you, it's easy for me now when I do date, I don't put too much pressure on it because I know 
that I have good conversation. I know that I, I, I have, uh, you know, I could carry a conversation. I know that, um, I have confidence. I know that I, I'm very respectful and I know all those things go a long way. And I know that if it's, if it's really someone who's into me, that part's easy. All right. That part's easy. And I'm sharing that because I don't want you guys to put so much pressure on yourselves when it comes to doing that, you know, and if you're at a point right now where you kind of feel like, you know, sex is, you know, a number one priority in your life and you're around my age, maybe you should give yourself an opportunity to walk away to see if you can control it. Because I can tell you one thing, man, a a man who can control his sex drive, who can who can turn it off and and turn it turn it on when he needs to and can control a situation there's nothing more attractive to women than that because most men have it on at all times and they're just ready to go but if you're someone who can practice patience who can practice abstinence who can who can be the one to say hey you know let's slow down or let's you know let's wait a little bit or you know, if you're you're someone who says, "Hey, I'm I'm into you," um, and I want to make sure we do this, but I want to do it when it's right, and let's just let's keep vibing out and doing what we're doing. If you can learn to to teach yourself how to do that, that's gonna go a long way, man. And I can tell you that everything that you want and desire is going to be a hundred times better. I'm telling you from experience, and. A long time ago, I wouldn't have thought like this. Like, I could tell you right now, if the 25-year-old me was listening to me talking on this podcast right now, I would be making fun of myself. I would be laughing. I would be laughing saying, this dude, you're turning out to be a clown. Are you serious? And I get it. But you also got to know, I just said the 25-year-old me. I turned 50 this year. So that's 25 years older Life is different now. And I can tell you that I do a lot of research on my podcast, all right? I know the percentage of women and men that listen to this podcast. I know the age groups that listen to this podcast. And right now, the age groups that are popular with my podcast are 28 to 35, um, 35 and up, and then 40 plus. So I know I'm talking to the right demographic. And when it comes to uh, female men and male, there are, I believe 72 or 73% men that listen to this podcast and 26 or 27%, uh, female. So I know when I'm addressing stuff like this, the, the men that are listening are the ones that need to hear it. All right. So I'm, I just gave you a couple of scenarios of, me doing the polar opposite. One of them was I was trying to be the nice guy and and not not you know just jump into sex with this girl that I liked and respected. And then the other one was me jumping into it with a woman that I never thought I had a shot with. And then me feeling a little different about it. See, I know from people that I've talked to, they try to get the answer whether if they can have sex with a woman right away. Like they, they immediately within the first few conversations, they want to find out. I wonder if, I wonder what her thoughts are on sex. I wonder if I, if this could happen right away, I'm going to check the possibilities when in reality, you don't need to do that. 
if you just talk, stimulate her mind, and you are super cool in person, the odds are it's just going to happen. But a lot of people, a lot of men just don't have the patience for that. And this is just about having patience and knowing that if you have confidence, it will come. And not to put yourself in a situation. And honestly, don't let sex control your life. Uh, I ran in a circle of, of guys where that's pretty much what it was about. Every time we went out. What are we doing? Who are we, who are we hooking up with? Obviously, this was years and years ago. But that's what it was about. And... When you're younger, you have the the drive for that, the stamina, the, 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 you have, I mean, everything. You have it all. But when you're older, it gets a little different. And you realize women are stimulated by other things now. They're just, they're different. Uh, they want to know if you can have conversation. They want to know, you know, does this guy have a brain? Is he smart? Is he intelligent? Is he good with his kids? Does he take care of his kids? Does he have his own home? Does he live with his mom? Does he live with his parents in the basement? Does he live with his ex? Like, who is this guy? You know, does he have his own money? You know, do his kids love him? You know, what's his relationship like with his ex? You know, these are all things that women nowadays are curious about. Good women. So there's so many other things and all those things I just talked about, if you're on point with all of those, believe it or not, all of those things, if you are on point with those, those stimulate women, older women. The, the, the sex and the attract, attraction to your physical is easy. If you take care of yourself, you go to the gym, you're healthy, um, you're active, whatever, that's, that's a given. But the other stuff, that's not always a given. Which is why it's so important to women. They always, the first thing out of their mouth is, you know, what do you do for a living? Um, do you read? You know, you have kids. Oh, do you have drama? I'm really big on not having drama. Do you have drama with your kid's mom? Like they have all these questions. These are questions that good women will ask you. Women who are, you know, not trying to elevate and are just trying to party and do whatever. Those women are not going to ask these things because they don't care. They're just looking for the next party. You know what I mean? So anyways, I guess what I'm just trying to tell you guys is, you know, sex, don't let sex complicate things for you guys, man. And if it's right, it will happen. Like it will, it, it you know, I always tell, and I told this person I was having this conversation with, I said, we're adults. Okay. Uh, because I was joking. I, I, I joked and told her, uh, two situations, one where, uh, a woman had told me, uh, you and I are never going to do anything unless we're married. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, unless we get married, we're not doing anything. And I said, okay, well, that's not me because I'm not just going to jump into another marriage just so we can get physical. It's not, I'm sorry. I'm a grown ass man. I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not the one for you. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's, but it's not for me. So that may be right for another man, but for me, no, sorry. I'm not going to, okay, I'll marry you just so, so we can kiss and so we can 
have sex. It's not, that's not something I'm interested in doing. So, and then I, I shared another scenario where someone had told me I have a, a six to nine month, uh, rule where there is no kissing, no sex, no nothing. I said, what do you mean? I said, like no kiss at all. Like, she's like, no. I go, how long have you been doing that? She's like, for probably a couple of years. I said, so we go out date on dates. There's no kissing. She's like, exactly. I go, okay, but you want me to pay for dinner, do this? I go, yeah, that's, I go, let me, let me explain something to you. You, first of all, that's, I'm not doing that. Okay. I'm a grown ass man. That's stuff that little girls did in high school and that's little rules that that younger girls do uh when they're in college and all this stuff that's i'm sorry i i have children i have two teenagers and uh i'm pushing 50 Uh, i don't do the little i'm an adult and if i'm in an adult situation and i feel like the two of us adults are grown enough to uh to get into that situation i feel like we're both grown enough to also make a adult decision to do something or not do it. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and go, Oh, well I got to honor your six to nine month, uh, rule. It's not for me. So again, I'm talking about how sex can complicate things, right? But you also got to be direct. So if, if you are in control of, like I told you, you have, you have it under control where, you're not just out there looking for sex, but yes, we're men. We enjoy it. But if you are in control of who you are as a man, you can also be very direct and tell somebody what's not going to work for you. Now, in both of those cases that I just told you about the one that said we have to be married and the one that said she has a six to nine month uh, rule. These are women who have kids like multiple kids. I think one of them had three. And the other one had two. So obviously the rule was broken at least a couple of times. So I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not going to like, if you didn't have any kids, you had never been married and all that stuff. Maybe I would understand the rules, but you are a whole grown ass woman with kids, like grown kids and yeah, I'm sorry, but that that newfound you, you can go do that somewhere else. That's just not for me. And it's not because I just want to have sex. It's more of, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why that conversation's being had right now. We haven't even talked about having sex. It was kind of just thrown out there, which was why it was so blind. It just blindsided me why we would even be talking about that. So, uh, I don't know, man. I'm giving you all these scenarios because these are all things that I've encountered, you know, after my divorce and me trying to adjust with life being a single father and trying to make sure that I don't fuck up, you know, um, because let's be honest, man, a lot of people have sex and they fuck up. And I shared with you guys that, you know, I I don't want to get in a situation or put myself in a situation where, you know, I am this old guy who knocks somebody up. I don't want to be the old guy, you know, with another kid who's, you know, I'm in my seventies and, you know, 
trying to limp around on my last leg and give a new kid the best of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I just don't want to do that. And and not only that, man, you know, the way at this rate, you know, the way things are going these days, you know, relationships, you know, they, you know, when it comes to having kids and all that stuff, like a lot of them just don't work out. And the last thing I want to do is be in a relationship at my age and it not work out and have kids and another kid and then have to do with child support and all that stuff like all of these things I think about and this all ties into sex which is why I'm very careful and um you know I make sure that the situation's right and I control it you know there are a lot of times where you know uh I've been contacted by people that I've been intimate with and and Sometimes I'm just not into it, you know what I mean? And that's happened way more frequent than uh, than I thought it would be. But it's because I'm older now, and uh, I wouldn't say that I'm looking, but I'm, I know what I want. And as that becomes more clear, it's easy for me to, to turn down the easy stuff, the low-hanging fruit, so to say. Uh, it just is. So uh, don't let sex complicate your life if you are newly single, if you are a father especially, and you are trying to navigate a new life of being divorced, being separated, and trying to figure out who you are. The sex will come. You just got to take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Don't overthink it. And honestly... Just let things flow. Uh, make sure you have good conversation. Make sure that you uh, you have a good sense of humor. Make sure you take care of yourself. And uh, make sure you're considerate. And if you do all those things, it will come. Probably easier than you think. Um, but it will come. All right? And I just I just wanted to give you guys that that uh, encouragement to to not let it control your life all right and to always be upfront and i'm telling you there's some power in being able to control your sex drive it's uh it's liberating man because uh, when i was younger sex was all i thought about and i think that's the way it is when you're younger just sex is always on the mind but when you're older if sex is just always on your mind you might have a problem all right. And if it is, learn how to control it. All right. So that's all I have for you guys, man. Just a quick little 30, 40 minute episode. Uh, I hope it hits home. And if there's any guys out there that have any questions for me with regards to this episode, or maybe there's some women that are going through this with another guy and they have questions, you guys can always DM me. You can always email me. Um, I like having conversations. If there's stuff that you would like me to touch on on this podcast with regards to this type of stuff, I'm always open to suggestions. And like I said, I'm not giving you advice as some guru. I'm giving you advice based on situations that I've been in that have helped me move forward in my journey. And that's what this podcast is about. I'm sharing with you my life, my experience. I am by no means a professional uh, at any of these things. Um, but I am 
uh, a professional of life because I have lived a very interesting, crazy life. So that is why I'm here. That is why I'm talking and that's why I'm sharing with you guys. All right. Uh, I hope you guys have a great night. And this has been episode 124 of the Perfect Mess Podcast. Remember, my website is raymolina.com. My uh, the podcast, Instagram, and TikTok is at the Perfect Mess Pod. The YouTube is youtube.com slash the Perfect Mess Pod. If you are there, please hit subscribe. Please hit that notification bell to get all notifications of any videos and content that I put up. And as always, my personal Instagram and TikTok is at it's Ray Molina. All right. Uh, for those who like to donate, like I tell you, you don't have to donate, it's not a necessity. Uh, but I have had people that say, Hey, you know, I want to shoot you a couple dollars, man. I love what you're doing. If you want to, I have cash app, it's dollar sign. It's Ray Molina. And I also have Venmo at it's Ray Molina. All right. That's all I got guys. I hope you have a wonderful night, wonderful day, wherever you're at. And like I always say, my life isn't perfect. Oftentimes it is a mess, but for me, it is the perfect mess. Peace. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect mess is my perfect mess.